guess what, guys? There is only one place you can get a true Colorado mountain pie. It's your favorite, locally owned, legendary, unbelievably delicious pizza joint, Bojo's. The Colorado mountain pie has become a staple for not only natives, but for those who are just passing through and want to know where the best pizza in town is. Bojo's is the only answer. Bojo's dough is made fresh daily and contains locally sourced honey. You heard that right. They infuse their dough with natural sweetener, and it is to die for. There's something for everyone at Bojo's. Large, delicious mountain pies for the entire family, a huge salad bar with fresh veggies galore, Colorado beer on tap, including our personal favorite, Breck Brews, and your personal favorite sports teams playing in the background. Bojo's has private party rooms for all your holiday get-togethers or to celebrate birthdays and other large events. They have $4 happy hours in select locations along with gluten-free and plant-based options as well. There is nothing more important to Bojo's than their community, which is why they are always happy to help you raise money for your fundraising causes. Host your next fundraising event at any of their five Front Range locations. They are also offering their holiday se- this holiday season a special pint glass koozies that make great stocking stuffers and come with a $5 gift card. Check those out at their site today at bojos.com. That's bojos.com and tell them DNVR Rams sent you. Off the high screen, Dorian kicked to the corner, Feirano for three. It's good with the foul! And back to throw is the quarterback and Hayward is sacked by Joey Porter. Stevens lets it go, and there's your touchdown. Michael Gallup. Got it down low. Hornung. Dunk! And here come the students. Leading by 10. Here's Van Pelt. He's at the five. Touchdown, Colorado State. to coming out uh, from the timeout. Uh, Coach Medved told me that I had more than enough time uh, with 5.3 to get down the court and get a shot that I like and not to just rush myself and just let it come to me and see what develops in front of me and go make a play. Once you shook him, it looks like it looked like you almost hesitated a little bit. Was that just you trying to get yourself set? What what exactly went into that? Yeah, so I didn't really want to rush myself after I did the behind-the-back move, and I just wanted to just gather myself and hit the shot. Did you know what you wanted to do when you got the basketball, or you know, was did you not even know until you, you know got cross court? Uh, it's just try to put pressure on the defense and then read and react after that. And so if I could get all the way to the basket and get a layup, that was option one. If he cuts it off, try to make another counter move and do something else. Obviously, you had the game winner down the Caymans, but a little different doing it at home. Absolutely. Scott, what's that feeling like uh, when you get it? The fans go crazy. Oh man, uh, the potential of this place is crazy, especially if the students continue to turn out just more and more each game as we keep on progressing. And uh, man, I'm excited for it. Winner, winner, chicken dinner, 
Isaiah Stevens is absolutely unreal. I mean, how many times can we say these aren't your average freshmen with, you know, David Roddy and, and Isaiah Stevens, but they just aren't. They just aren't. Such an incredible comeback for CSU. They trailed by as much as 10 in the second half, found a way to battle all the way back and beat a really good Nevada team, 92-91. to 91. Uh, On the final play, Isaiah Stevens was able to take the basketball with about 5.3 seconds left on the clock, advanced it all the way up court. It looked like he was driving hard to the rim. I said that was his first option, but kind of realized that Jazz Johnson, a senior, a guy who's played in, in some of the biggest stages possible, realized Jazz Johnson had the had the angle to cut him off. So what he do? He he dropped a a behind the back move on him, gathered himself, and then just sunk it. Nothing but net. So clutch, ice in his veins. Just, I mean, incredible. Just incredible. And I can't believe that they won this game. That's I'm I'm honestly in shock. Like I don't have any like super deep takes on this game. I don't think necessarily the the Rams played great. I think the offense looked really good. Um but the the perimeter defense was definitely less than ideal. They just kept losing shooters especially in the corner and I don't really understand that because Nevada's and you know their entire offense their entire success is is based on knocking down threes you knew that going in uh, but you know they're good they're experienced and they played like it and in the end CSU was just able to make more shots than Nevada that's kind of what Medved said after the game he was like you know he told Luke Zalman who's you know they're one of their in-house guys a good dude I, I worked with him at the collegiate he told him you know, it's it may come down to to who gets the most stops. That's what he said at halftime. But in the end, it just kind of came down to who could hit the final shot, and that, of course, ended up being Isaiah Stevens, who just night after night is is up for the task. You know, I think that Utah State game is really only like the first ten to fifteen minutes or so. I think it was kind of the first time we saw. Stevens look like a freshman he had some uncharacteristic turnovers I think really by the end of the game he had kind of settled into things and and got into his his typical flow but it was just really that the first time that I can really think of this entire season where I was like yeah he's 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 a freshman oh yeah but tonight just everything you would want out of him played 32 minutes only took eight shots but he hit four of them one of three from three-point range three of four from the from the charity stripe and they were big free throws too they were down the stretch really give Stevens a lot of credit they were they were up one with just a few seconds left and Stevens actually missed his first free throw attempt takes a deep breath gathers himself knocks down the second which was huge because that that put CSU up by two so even when Jalen Harris went down and drained a three-pointer at the top of the key with 5.3 seconds left, the Rams were only down by one at that point. They were they were playing for a game-winning shot, not a game-tying shot. So Stevens, you know, the, the ability to knock down that free throw, just really, really important. Roddy hit some important free throws down the stretch as well. Uh, Adam Thistlewood was 7-7 seven seven at the line. Nico was 4-8, of eight, not... 
great, obviously, but he hit a few when they needed him to. And and really, I think Nico Carvacho was as aggressive in the post tonight as we've seen him maybe this whole season. I know his parents were in the crowd, which is always, you know, always cool, probably gave him a little bit more juice. I mean, I think that's pretty natural, but I just, I love that he came out. He threw a, a really aggressive dunk early in the game, like the first couple of minutes. And then immediately after that, just kept attacking. And that's, you know, that's what you need at him. You need him to have some form of scoring. He just has to be a threat. You know, he's not a guy that has to go for 25 points. You don't need 25, 30 points out of Nico Carvacho. You need him to rebound. You need him to play quality defense, which he's always going to do. And you just need him to be, you know, a threat offensively. And that's what he was tonight really just a, a solid overall performance from from everyone on the team. I mean, Nico had 16 points, 15 rebounds, quality double-double. Adam Thistlewood had 24 points, a season high. Kind of quietly dropped 24, even though he really was balling all night. I think it's just because he, he does it so efficiently. You know, 7 of 10 from the field, 3 of 6 from three-point line. Like I said, he hit all his free throw attempts. The dude just plays the game the right way, and I I really think that defenders they misgauge his athleticism there were there were multiple times tonight where he blew past and a Nevada defender ended up drawn and one you saw him looking to create contact at times and and still having the the ability to finish I I asked him about that after the game and you know he kind of even Thistlewood is a, a character you know I, I like him because he always gives us a fun answers he he likes the the local guys and he always treats us well but he, he never just gives, you know, the typical boring answer. And I kind of asked him, you know, straight up, I was like, do you feel like basically defenders disrespect you? Do you feel like they don't value your ability to get to the hoop? And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I definitely I definitely believe that. And, and we've seen him these last couple of games really take advantage of that. And if, if he can continue to do that, it's just going to open up so many things for him. It's going to make defenders question if they want to crash out at him when he's shooting those threes. It's just going to open up everything for him. And this guy's just a good basketball player, man. He really is such a steal. Talk about, you know, we talk about what the coaches have been able to do. And it's really been impressive what Medved and Ali and Thorson and JR and all these guys have done in, in such a short time. But such a big part of that was, was being able to bring in Kendall Moore and Adam Thistlewood last year and allowing them to, you know, play 30 plus games and just get that valuable experience. And, you know, we're seeing them this year just take it to a new level. You know, both of those guys, I don't think they're necessarily, you know, as athletic as as Stevens or Roddy or even Tanjay, you know, are are at this point, but they just get it. They they make the right plays and I'm just so excited, you know, the 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 future is so bright here in Fort Collins and it feels like just a you know, it's it wasn't that long ago where everything was was dark and gray and it just it didn't seem like there was a lot of hope, but at this point in in less than 2 years Carvacho or Carvacho, the two Nico conundrum, uh, Medved has, you know, basically completely turned this thing around and I just I want to see Moby rocking on a nightly basis. It's look, it's it's not my job to sell tickets. I don't work for CSU. Uh, you you all know that I went to CSU, so obviously 
rooting for them to do well. I think I do a pretty good job of providing objective analysis while, you know, still acknowledging the fact that, yeah, I do support these guys. I would like, I would like them to win. It's where I went to school. But I just want to see this young group get a chance to play in front of a rocking crowd on, night, on a nightly basis because, you know, there's only like 3,500 tonight and I don't, I don't know what the exact figure was. I'm sure they announced it. That's one forty in the morning, so I don't care enough to go back and find it. But it definitely was not full. You could see, especially at the top on uh, the general sections on both sides, it was it was pretty empty at the top sections. But you know that said, it got loud. So kudos to the people that were there. Kudos to everyone for sticking around. There was there was a moment in that second half when CSU went down about nine or ten, and I was just kind of like, ah, I hope the students don't bail, and they didn't. They stuck around, and they got to see a thriller, and they got to storm the court, and that's awesome, man. That's just been missing from this program. I gave me uh, some memories, you know, thinking back to that year with the the Magnificent Seven, Nico Carvacho's freshman year, obviously, and that team where they had the, the back-to-back game winners against San Diego State and Wyoming, and just two court storms and just so much fun and everything that team accomplished. They obviously fell short of their ultimate goal, which was to win the league. And then they made it to the the Mountain West Championship uh, out in Las Vegas and, and fell to a really good Nevada team. But you just see with this program, it's it's finally back in a place where they're going to be competitive on a nightly basis. And, and really, this is a dangerous, dangerous team. So I just think after tonight and and you know after that win over new mexico a couple of weeks back i just hope that the fans the students everyone just recognizes that this is a team worth supporting they are worth the price of admission i mean what else what else do you need to see before you show up i understand that there's they the school could do more they they definitely could do more I, I will say that you've seen them try things. You know, they did like the the discounted, uh, the flash sale and all that. And then they've done opportunities where you can uh, purchase an adult ticket and get children's tickets for incredibly cheap. It's not like CSU isn't trying. And I don't want to, to give the wrong impression and act like, you know, it's just a bunch of people sitting around all day doing nothing because that's definitely not true. I know how hard these people work. Uh, but at some point, they're going to have to figure out how to branch out to a a different group of fans that just aren't coming because at this point you know it's the same fans that come i've been coming to these games i haven't missed a lot of home games in the last five six years at moby arena and you know you see the same people i see the same people over and over again and at some point you know i want to start seeing some some different faces and i think we'll get that i think this is a team that people can rally behind they're obviously talented and and they they never quit which is always good for for you know establishing trust and establishing you know the the want for the fans to to stay for an entire game just knowing that they might have a chance to get back in this they're never really out of it uh, but i just want to see moby rock and i want to get that madness back it was loud tonight it was fun tonight but it could be better it could be a lot better because, you know, this can be one of the best home court advantages, definitely, of all the G5 programs. Like, 
not even close. I've been to a, a decent amount of the, the Mountain West arenas. Moby retains sound a lot better. Like Thomas and Mac is cool, but it doesn't really get that loud. Moby gets way louder. Uh, the pit obviously is incredible. Wyoming can get pretty loud when people actually show up, but the fans are just so uh, disinterested in the program right now. But I mean, you all know it. I, I shared the video from that 2012-2013 season. That was actually U Stacy's first year. That orange out game against San Diego State. They did the Harlem Shake. The Rams won a thriller. You just saw everybody so in it. And that's how it was that whole season. And I just would like to see CSU get back to that point. I understand that some games are less exciting than others. Some games are, they're just not, you know, San Jose State, a Wyoming team that's that's god-awful. Like, it's hard to, to judge people when they don't want to go to those type of games. But you've got some good ones coming up. Utah State's still coming. Air Force is going to come back. You obviously have the orange out this weekend against a, a UNLV team that started off hot. They've actually lost two straight at this point. So we'll see what their what their mindset is like going in. It's been a, a weird year under TJ Olsenberger in his first year, just kind of up and down. But this team is the CSU team. They're just, they're worth supporting. You've got some good home games coming up. The Rams have a chance to finish second in the league down the stretch. <laughs> I'm not going to kid anyone and act like San Diego State isn't going to win the league but you know you can set yourself up really nicely if you're the two seed even if you're like the three or four seed you can set yourself up pretty nicely but we've talked about it so much this season you know the the seeding is just going to be so important with this tournament because it's wide open and and you don't want to have to play somebody really good especially like in the first or second round of the tournament hopefully you can avoid the really killer teams until like the semis but there's just a there's just a lot to be excited about in Fort Collins and man what a win I'm gonna go to bed it's almost two in the morning but I wanted to get this podcast out tonight so that people could listen to it in the morning and just you know be excited about this team again and and the win because like I said you know it's been a a tough couple of years but it's just so good to see this team back to winning ways and being competitive and, and being exciting. And I just, I don't know. I, I can't really think of a team that I've had this much fun covering over the last couple of years. I mean, I really loved covering the Magnificent Seven, the, the 2015-16 group. I, I really had a fun time covering them. I've, I've had fun covering some of the football teams in the past. Last couple of years were obviously not as fun. A lot of good dudes on those teams. Don't get me wrong. I just but losing, it's hard. You know, after a while, it's hard on anyone, even if the players like you, even if the coaches like you. There's only so much you can say, and there's only so much we can ask. You know, there are certain points uh, at the end of the Bobo era where it's just like, how many ways can we ask you uh, how how did you underperform in this rivalry game and, and what's going to be different next time around and yada, yada, yada. You know, it, it becomes the same song and dance over and over again. But this young team, this young CSU hoops team, they – they always keep things interesting, and they make it fun to write about. I'm having a ton of fun covering them, and I'm just excited. I'm blessed. I have a really great job, and I'm really appreciative of all of you that support us. Thank you to everyone that subscribes. We had our Goaties Awards tonight. We did single out some subscribers on that, so definitely check it out. It was a cool a production, something we're going to do on a yearly basis. I obviously couldn't make it, which kind of sucked. I, I really 
I, I would like to do more of the, the events in Denver that some of the other staff people get to do, but it's a little bit harder with me being based up in Fort Collins. And obviously I'm glad I didn't miss that game because I, I would have been so upset if I was not in Moby Arena tonight. But such a great game. We will be back tomorrow. We're going to be talking more hoops, more football, uh, just more Mountain West in general. Hope everyone has a, a great night. Hope everyone has a great morning. Uh, probably most of you listening to this in the morning. So hope you have a good day. Let's Let's just end it that way. Machetes at a deli in New Delhi Feeling scummy like Martin Scarelli Turn jam into jelly then drink it like juice The water's the truth so I sip on that too Skinny looking kid with no car keys Like the only thing I drive is RCRV He's got the stash like Steve Harvey Oh I'm gnarly like non